Hey everyone, welcome to the Got 10 Minutes podcast, the podcast for product teams, brought to you by samelogic.com, the AI-powered product research platform for everyone. Today we speak with Jonathan Lay, who is a senior UX designer at Appian. He also started a TikTok account called Jonathan, your UX mentor. That's the handle. Hey, Jonathan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Awesome. For anyone who doesn't know, what is Appian? So Appian is a low-code tool that helps businesses build their applications 10 to 20 times faster. It's amazing. Um, so anyone who wants to build your applications 10 to 20 times faster, check Appian out. Um, I'd love to understand like how you got into into um, into product and also like into um, uh, uh, designing user experiences at Appian. Like where does this all start for you, and and how how do you, how do you get into the industry? So I actually studied graphic design when I was in college and I knew nothing about technology. When I was in college, I was paired with this one girl in one of my classes who told me, oh, UX design, it's this new, exciting field to get into. And I was like, hmm, let me actually explore UX. So I took one of a usability course when I was in college and I really learned more about how data can inform design decisions. And that got me really interested in UX. I actually that summer did a visual design internship at a software company and I asked the UX director, hey, can I get, get some UX tasks that I could put them on my resume? And that got me started in UX a little bit. And in my resume, when I was applying to jobs that following fall, I kind of spun that internship as a UX internship. Mm -hmm. And I worked really hard during the interview process and practiced a lot during the interviews, created a portfolio three case studies, typical UX type of story. And yeah, I landed a job at a company called Cvent. And now I am a senior UX designer at Appian. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, Cvent is like one of the like one of the companies in the uh, the event space that's kind of really well known. How did that transition happen from Cvent to, to, uh, to no, Appian? So actually when I was a lot of times when college students are desperate out of college, they apply to any and every job. And my cousin had referred me to a company called Appian, which I actually really liked because I had heard a lot about the culture, but I got accepted for a role that I didn't want. I was accepted for a consultant. And my thinking was I went to school for design, not UX design or HCI, but I went to school for gra in graphic design for four years. And it just didn't make sense to become a consultant after those four years in design. So I went to Cvent, but I kept in contact with the recruiter that I was working with. And she helped me get the job when a new UX designer position was opened a year later. Mm, wow. And that's amazing. That's amazing. Like the powerful relationships, like uh, it, it helps in every aspect. Um, so what's, what's it like working uh, in your current role? What's it like being a, a, a senior UX designer at Appian? Yeah, so I'm still an individual contributor, but I would say that your sphere of influence is a little bit more broadened. When you're a senior UX designer, you have your hands in a little bit more types of projects and not just doing what supporting, for example, one sprint team. So what I do on my team, I'm a mentor to other UX designers and I've managed interns over this past summer. And you're not only trying to get your own work done, but you're trying to empower others around you to get their work done and to be motivated as well. So currently at my company, I'm on the management track. So I'm trying to make my way towards that to become a manager eventually, or at least that's what I think I want to do right now that that could change in a year if I want to be 
like a principal designer instead of a manager. But that's what being a senior UX designer is like. You you're helping other junior designers become the best junior become the best UX designer that they can be, and you're also helping other teams and other groups and other projects that are not just your own project. That's what mm-hmm. I've been doing. Yeah. Got it. So you also mentioned that um, you started out in, in graphic design and uh, now you're in user experience. Even though they're very similar, they're very different. How, what aspects of um, graphic design have you pulled in uh, from that field to make you a better UXper- user experience designer? So it's really interesting. I think the visual, just the, I think the only real transferable skill from graphic design is the visual aspect of it. For the most part, UX design is about building a product and building something that you're going to bring to market to sell to users or to customers and have their users use it. And graphic design is trying to market a product or service. So the type of design that you're doing is very different. Graphic design needs to be very catchy and very bold in order to make people want to spend money. But UX design, it just needs to work and it needs to work well. And it needs to also look good too, but that's not the priority uh, in order for people to really adopt your product and keep using your features. So it's, I would say the goals are extremely different. And that I was like, in my first job, I was in for a rude awakening. I just thought it was all about mock-ups and using Sketch and Adobe XD. And then I got into the job and it it was a whole, it's a whole other beast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so how did that, you know, like understanding like how different it was, like how do you make sure that, you know, you adapted uh, to become like a really good person in, um, in, in UX? I would say... I'm always the type of person that likes to challenge myself and push myself to do little things better each day. It wasn't overnight that I became a much better UX designer than when I first started. Because when I first started, I knew pretty much absolutely nothing about UX design. But a lot about a lot of what UX design is, is collaborating with product managers and collaborating with developers and doing a lot of that negotiating and balancing in order to come up with a really great solution. And what I've noticed is I've, especially, I think I noticed a huge transition transition when I moved to my new job. I just made a promise to myself. I was like, I'm going to really try to start off on the right foot with all the product managers and really establish good relationships with them and really be a great point of contact for the developers. So it didn't happen overnight, but when I started my new job, I just made sure that I wanted to do all of those things. And I really followed through on just building those relationships with disciplines that are not just UX. Uh, and pretty much with user experience, I'm pretty sure there are like a lot of experiments that you run, a lot of tests and different things like that. Um, how, how do you understand how to build proper experiences and what are the kind of tests or experiments that you run to make sure you're doing that? Yeah, so in the past, what I've done is... I've really, I've, I've leveraged surveys and usability tests, which both can be time consuming. And I've had to look at responses from users and user feedback and analyze them myself and find patterns 
that are common amongst all or many of the users in order to come up with decisions for the product that will hopefully make the product better for our users. So it's a lot of analysis, a lot of hours spent doing reading, reading back notes and analysis and thinking critically to come up with solutions. When it comes on to also just making sure you're having like proper conversations and knowing exactly, you know, like how to guide those conversations with users, I think that's one of the toughest things to do um, in, in this field. Like what tips or what, what do you think has helped you when it comes on to, you know, like um, uh, making sure you're asking the right questions and also um, just facilitating that, that um, environment so that users feel, you know, open to um, tell you exactly what they don't like, what they like, and also like uh, test new things with them very easily. Yes. Yeah, so there's two parts of this question. The There is one part where you talked about how do you facilitate that really comfortable environment for the users. And the way that I've done that in the past is when you first hop on the call, especially if it's someone that's brand new that you haven't had a usability session with yet or had a user interview with yet, you really want to build that rapport. You don't want to get straight into giving them the tasks and asking them the questions. You want to ask them just about their day or what meeting did they just come from to really break down some of their walls so that they feel comfortable providing you with feedback. I also tell them my opinion, like my, I also tell them my feelings will not be hurt if you do not like this product or if you have negative feedback, it's only going to make the product better. So feel free to provide your honest feedback. And as you're going through the, as you're going through the screens, please let me know what your thoughts are out loud. So I try as much as possible to let users know that they should not hold back any feedback. So that's what I do. And there was a second part to the question that I didn't get. Oh, I think you answered both like aspects. Like, okay. Really great. Um, the follow up to that would be, um, yeah, it's, it's really hard, um, like getting, uh, for lack of a better term, honest feedback from, from users at times. Um, because like everyone really wants to be like nice, you know? Um, but at the same time, having that as, as a, the preface to the conversation, I think, um, would do a lot of, of help when it comes on to people opening up, you know, and just making sure that they are providing you with the, the feedback that's necessary. So that's, that's great. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard many people talk about like, you know, getting people to, um, give like raw honest feedback in such a like a very concise way so that's that's really great um along with that um there are a lot of challenges that come with you know being uh, a ux um uh, uh, designer like what are you, the biggest challenges that you you face on a daily basis i would say i think the biggest challenge that any ux designer faces on a day-to-day is managing that balance and that collaboration between the product managers and developers. Everyone has a different goal in a technology team, in a sprint team. The product manager, they're focused on business and they're getting pushed from business leadership. As a user experience designer, I'm always advocating for the user and I have a very good understanding of the user and what they want and also a good understanding of product best practices and design best practices that we should implement and developers are always focused on time and capacity and making sure we can build the right thing at the right time for the release before the annual conference or before that deadline that we always have. So it's hard to get all of that aligned. I usually have to provide some increments or a lesser version of the user experience that I'm proposing in order to get 
something released before a big date because we're always trying to ship things out to customers as early and as often as possible. So I would say that's probably the biggest and most challenging part of the job. Mm. And what do you love most about being uh, a UX designer? I've always loved design. I really love fine-tuning designs and also really love the product aspect of being a UX designer and just creating something and bringing it to market and hearing that it's doing well out there and getting good feedback from customers that they're liking the product. So those are things that I really love about being a UX designer. Awesome. Um, so this is my last question here. I ask everyone who comes onto the program this question. Um, and uh, what's, what's one weakness that you've turned into your strength? I would say my biggest weakness when I first started out as a UX designer was actually that PM UX relationship. So when I started, I didn't even know what a product manager was at my at Cvent. I, I even asked my manager, like, who is this person? What are they doing? And why are they telling me what to do? Which now I know PMs should not tell you what to do. It's more of a partnership where you, the PM might prioritize and find the problem that we need to solve. But together, we're going to work together and fine tune the spec, fine tune the UX requirements and come up with a solution that really works for users. So a lot of that is through trial and error. You learn what doesn't work with a PM, what works with a PM and try to come up with a solution that works with every PM that you work with. That's, that's a good one. Um, so Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, lot, learned a lot about you, a lot about what you do. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and uh, I'm looking forward to sharing your conversation with our community. Awesome. Thanks, Dwayne. Awesome. And uh, thanks for listening to the Got 10 Minutes podcast. To stay in touch, please follow us on LinkedIn or the podcast app you're listening to this on right now for more episodes. Take care. Mm-hmm.